This is your Chargers linebacker, Dan Henley, and you're tuning in with Chargers Unleashed. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Epner, Dan Wolfenstein, here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, being brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, Aura, AG1, Mint Mobile, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning into the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you are tuning in to the show on ESPN Radio, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Glad to uh, have you join today as Dan and I are kicking off a subject that is not new to the show whatsoever. has been getting a lot, and I mean a lot, of <laughs> potential new hire for the Chargers head coaching position. It's everything that's Jim Harbaugh today that will be discussed on the show. Dan, before we get started, obviously, how are you, sir? I am great. I am excited, optimistic. The whole nine Chargers fans are desperate for this team to change the culture, change the identity, change the success, change the trajectory, change the playmakers, change the vision, change the verb of to charger to a thing of the past. I feel like now desperate is like a nice way of putting it. Also desperate, a hundred percent true. Oh, this Chargers fan desperate. base, the team, everyone is desperate for this team to be relevant and successful in LA. And one person who I believe more than anyone else in as long as I can remember to join this Chargers staff to become the head coach plus more and bring this team from the ashes, so to speak, to the championship contenders that everyone hopes that they can be. Jim Harbaugh could be the answer. And if we're looking at the rumors and the tea leaves and all the sources and all the news locally, nationally, all the excitement from the fans, the possibility is real. And so today, Jake, I think we should do this possible marriage, its due diligence, and discuss all things Jim Harbaugh, what that would mean, who that would help, what are some concerns, what could a contract look like? how that would change this franchise, when it could happen, what we've heard so far, all of that. We recently did an episode, if you haven't checked it out, top head coaching candidates for this Los Angeles Chargers team, and number one on both of our lists was a one Jim Harbaugh. We talked about a lot of other guys, but I think you and I both agreed that Jim Harbaugh was number one for many reasons. And I'm excited to talk about it. But first, Jake, <laughs> how are you? 2024 is off to a nice start for me. Uh, I'm just happy now that we're in the right at the cusp of playoff football for the NFL because wildcard weekend is going to be great. This upcoming week, <laughs> as it relates to this final week of the NFL season, you know, it's it's been the year of the backup quarterbacks, and that is definitely for sure, given what what played out throughout this year. But playoff football is going to be fun. And then, of course, as you mentioned, with Jim Harbaugh, national championship game, I feel like Paul Rudd's character from Anchorman, Brian Fantana, when he says, Panda Watch, I feel like we need to get like a sound something that says Harbaugh Watch. <laughs> Just... Have it in there because this is something that's going to be talked about for the next several weeks as it relates to the Chargers head coaching vacancy. And the crazy part about it is, is that as Dan says, 
potential marriage because if Jim Harbaugh, win or lose the national championship game, decides to make the jump back to the NFL, the amount of phone calls that are going to be thrown his way, whether it's from the Chargers, the Raiders, the Panthers, or any other team, he is going to be in extremely high demand. And that's what makes this potential bidding war so intriguing as it relates to the Chargers because historically, the Chargers, especially throughout the Tom Telesco-led era, did not go after the big-name head coaches. They went after the first-time head coaches. So, as Dan said, the change of culture, if everything that we have heard from John Spanos is believed to be true in terms of the net that they are going to cast, the no stone unturned, the spare no expense type of search that they are putting out for their new head coach, Time will obviously tell on that, but could Jim Harbaugh eventually be the head coach of the Chargers? And we wanted to single out this episode, obviously, given the fact that we're in the midst of the national title game with Michigan advancing over their win over, with their win over Atlanta or Atlanta, Alabama, <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, and the questions are now heating up. The rumors are heating up and all signs that we have heard, especially from Paul Feinbaum, if you've been hearing his comments, win or lose. He expects Jim Harbaugh to leave for the NFL. So I think that's where we should start is it's not often that you find a candidate plus a destination or vacancy that is this widely and unanimously talked about both nationally and locally and amongst fans. Chargers fans can sit here. We can all talk about how excited we were at the possibility of Jim Harbaugh possibly coming to the Chargers and how awesome that would be and why it's necessary and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, who are we? Just you and I covering the team. Who are we? But then you start reading the tea leaves and you start seeing some of these national big names talk about this partnership needing to happen. We're talking... Adam Schefter. We're talking Colin Coward, Diane Rossini, Stephen A. Smith. You pick a network, pick a show. More times than not, all of them have talked about why Jim Harbaugh should, will go to the Los Angeles Chargers. On top of that, Everyone's talked about the sanctions. Everybody's talked about the reasons why he would leave Michigan. Talk about how many players are leaving that organization to go to the draft this year. Talking about the possible stiff fines and penalties and all that jazz. They might not coach for a bit next year. Talking about the goal. Adam Schefter yesterday talked about this on Pat McAfee, I believe. How his singular goal with Michigan was to bring them back to greatness. When he got there, fast forward, they're in the college football playoff back to back. Now in the championship game, they just beat Nick Saban, Alabama to get to the championship game. And now Adam Schefter is saying job's done. Regardless of what happened, he has done what he set out to do at Michigan. And the one thing that he wants to do most now is go win a Lombardi trophy. 
we put those hypotheticals out there, Dan, when we were talking about Jim Harbaugh on our um, you know, top head coaching candidates list. And we had said it's like, you know, which you would pose to me. You said if you're a Chargers fan, like what would you rather have in terms of, you know, does he go to does he go into that game at the Rose Bowl and lose against Alabama so that the Chargers can start the interview process with him sooner? Or do you root for him to go out and win the national championship game and take that John Elway sunset ride from college football and then go to the NFL? An extension of that. And I te- and I mentioned it a, few, a minute ago. Here is what Paul Feinbaum said in his full extent. And it's kind of a similar extension of what Adam Schefter had to say. In terms of making the decision to go to the NFL, this is what Paul Feinbaum said. It's pretty simple. If you have a shot at four NFL franchises and they're coveting you, and then on the other hand, you're facing the NCAA after you accomplished everything you set out to do, it's a very easy answer. He is leaving Michigan after next Monday night. That was Paul Feinbaum on Wednesday on Get Up. I think I think it's when you when you cut it that way, Dan. All the signs right now. I, I know that we have heard tons of things come out as it relates to Michigan throwing a contract his direction, and we've we've heard all these things as far as what the numbers may look like, and things between now and then could obviously change. Who knows? And I will give Jim Harbaugh this: he has been pelted with questions over the last week. And has answered them. Yeah, totally stone-faced. Whichever answer he chooses to dance around, he's done it in a very, very good and professional way when it comes to not giving any indications as it relates to the NFL. He is strictly concentrating on what he's working to finish in Michigan. Yes, exactly. But you hear all this, Dan. And obviously with the looming national championship game, all of this just makes too much sense. Yeah. It makes too much sense. Now, let's kind of peel that on you a little bit. Jerry Fowler has talked about how this has gained steam. And Josina Anderson has talked about Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Ben Johnson, I think Eric Bieniemy, Dan Quinn was another one. Dan Quinn was another one. These are all coaching candidates that are in the Chargers' sights. And on top of that, Jim Harbaugh's history with the Chargers, history in Southern California. And on top of that, the I think you heard it from Greeny multiple times about his infatuation, his being Harbaugh's infatuation with Justin Herbert and how much he has praised his ability. And on top of that, the Los Angeles market. And on top of that, a team desperate to change the optics. And on top of that, a franchise that is looking to, at least from what we've been, what's been reported, Colin Coward talked about it. Spanos family is open to relinquishing control if it means success, depending on who it is. And Jim Harbaugh, in my opinion, is one of maybe two or three, probably just two, Bill Belichick, candidates that they probably would have relinquished control for. There's so many things here. That makes sense. Chargers to Jim Harbaugh connection. But it's there are other factors outside of it you have to be careful of. One, he could go back to Michigan. 
which you talked about. Like it's a possibility. Let's say they lose. He wants Still to go is. back. He wants to go back, run it back, try to win one for Big Blue. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he does feel like it's unfinished business. Maybe he likes the idea of it just being, you know, cush life. He's the god there. 10-year, $125 million contract. Doesn't sound too shabby. Maybe he sees himself as, you know what? I'm doing just fine. I don't see that as him. I don't see him being that. He's so maniacally focused and so competitive. That doesn't feel like a Jim Harbaugh reaction. Don Yee has been hired to negotiate contracts. Adam Schefter, I think, said it yesterday. Don Yee was not brought in to renegotiate a contract extension with Michigan. That's not why you put him in. Just today it was. I think it was Adam Schefter talked to Rich Eisen and said, if the Chargers want if the Chargers want Jim Harbaugh, he's there for the taking. And he's there for them. Essentially, they just got to open up the pocketbook. And so, in my opinion, you look at this, you look at opportunity for the vacancy. Like, the team that's open, you got Justin Herbert, you got Rashawn Slater, you got Derwin James, you got Keenan Allen. The list goes on. Yeah, the roster needs help. The depth needs help. You got great draft picks. You're going to have a new GM, presumably from a place that has succeeded, you would hope. You're in L.A. No brighter stars than L.A. Brand new facility opening up soon. Brand new stadium you're playing in. You get the guy that you want at the helm, the quarterback, the biggest component of a team. It all makes sense. Then you hear, oh, well, maybe the commanders. Maybe he goes to the Panthers, the Raiders. In my opinion... And in some of those cases, there are some connections there too. There are connections with Don Yee and connections with Tom Brady and the Raiders. I think his wife is from Vegas. Like there's a there's a few different things you can kind of connect the dots here. But none of those are as connected as they are with the Chargers. And none of those opportunities are as good as what the Chargers have. People can poke fun at Dean Spanos for being cheap. They can poke fun at the Chargers for you know the quote-unquote, no fans. You can make fun of the Chargers for the lack of success. Lack of success is across the board with the team they're looking for head coaches right now, so wipe that one off the board. They're in L.A. L.A. will get fans when you win. Promise you that. And if they get Jim Harbaugh, you can officially cross off the cheap thing from Dean Spanos. He's already done it with the facility. He's already done it with the players and how much they're shelling out contracts. Go look at Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert and company. Then you go swing and reel in the biggest fish in the market. Mission accomplished. What else is there to say about Dean Spanos then? Other than he took him out of San Diego, which even that topic for a different day. Like to me, this is a no brainer blank check moment for Dean Spanos to say, this is the moment. This is the time. It's all on him, in my opinion. Now, I'm curious, Dan, because you sold the Chargers right there. That was your essential selling point to Harbaugh. If it comes next week, 
that we find out that Jim Harbaugh will officially be leaving for the NFL. Obviously, the bidding war will then take place for the open the head coach openings that we know now outside of the Chargers. You have potentially the Las Vegas Raiders, even though they've had success with interim head coach Antonio Pierce. You have the Carolina Panthers opening right now. Doesn't seem quite as enticing, but and still, I would assume that Tepper, given his last few head coaching mistakes, is still going to try to take a big swing. And then you have, as expected, the Washington Commanders job opening is going to come up. And there still could be more. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that every one of those owners and front offices will want the services of Jim Harbaugh. So essentially, I look at this. And as it stands right now, it, it would be the between the Chargers and the Raiders, if it were me. One thing that the Davis family has shown is that they don't mind spending money, even if it's money that doesn't work out for them, i.e. look at what they did for John Gruden when they brought him back and the massive contract that he <laughs> that he ended up getting. So they're not afraid to spend money in a big price tag on head coaches. Jim Harbaugh has history with the Raiders as well, just as he does with the Chargers. I'm curious in your mind, Dan, if you were to cut out all the intangibles, take away Justin Herbert, take away the LA market, take away what you have with the draft picks, cut and dry, what would it take to land Jim Harbaugh in LA? We're talking talking like a... Whether we're talking contract, front office responsibilities, what would be be the, the, the final? Yeah. If if I'm Dean Spanos and I'm having my bougie steak or whatever it is that they're doing on the negotiation table, there really isn't much that I wouldn't give Jim Harbaugh. Now, obviously, you're not going to like say, "Hey, the team's yours, do whatever you want." Like this is not that. But hey, Jim, I know back when you were with San Francisco, you know things went a little weird with the previous management. We're going to have you sit in with us when we make that decision. You can help us find a GM that aligns with you and what you're wanting to do with this team. You've been in college for years now. You have a pulse, connections with so much talent and evaluation evaluators. We'll give you some control there. You have a seat at the table for talent evaluation, drafting, things like that. You just had a $125 million contract offer, supposedly, rumored. We'll pay you more. I don't think that there is a number that the that is too high for Jim Harbaugh right now, even for Dean Spanos. Because realistically, let's say it's 15, 16, 17, 20, if he wins a national championship, I don't know. You mean to tell me that that additional cost, let's say it goes from a $10 million a year coach to a $20 million a year coach, you don't think that $10 million a year would pay off in spades if this team starts balling? You don't think that this franchise would be happily willing to spend that if this team can go become a perennial playoff team? So I'm telling Jim Harbaugh, here's a check. Your name's on it. What the what does the number need to be? Here's what you can do. You can help us find a GM. Help us with the draft. Help us with organizational alignment. Steer the ship. You've done it in three different spots. The floor is yours. We need your help. We're giving you power. That's right. 
I think if those if all of that is said, and you give Jim Harbaugh, let's say seventeen million a year, done deal. Because that that's just the Chargers trying to win him over. But deep down inside, I think he wants it too. They'll negotiate all he wants. You don't think that he wants to be playing alongside Justin Herbert? You don't think he wants to be slapping pads every week with Justin Herbert? You see what he's done with J.J. McCarthy and what he did with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Like He riles up those quarterbacks. This is the best one he'll ever have. You got me sold, Dan. <laughs> Whether that's going to come to fruition or not, obviously, time will tell. But blank check, front office responsibilities, regardless of the fact of the Chargers getting another GM. That to me is that to me is the kicker. Yep. That to me, as you said, with the Spanoses alluding to giving up that type of responsibilities, we'll obviously see if that happens because they haven't paid a high price for a head coach. They haven't given up front office responsibilities. If they are true to their word, to me, that front office responsibility will be the X factor. 100%. I could totally see a situation to where if Jim Harbaugh was offered less money, but an organization was giving front office responsibilities and the Chargers said no, that he would go to that other organization. So the Chargers literally have to put all of their chips on the table. Now, it's not a guarantee that they're going to get him. It's not a guarantee that Jim Harbaugh would come here. But you'd have to put all you'd have to pull out all the stops. If for put this it this point. way, if, put to put it simply, as you wrap up here, if Jim Harbaugh comes to the NFL, there is no excuse, none, for it to be any other team but Los Angeles. It is solely on Dean Spanos. If he wants it bad enough, he's his. It's on him. And I think he knows it because everyone else knows it. So Jim Harbaugh to the Los Angeles Chargers. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Now it's just a matter of will he leave Michigan? And if so, how much? I know it's not my money. Easy for me to say. But we're talking franchise-altering decision here. We know how important this is for the Chargers. Dean Spanos. They do too. So that'll do it, Jake. Uh, for Jake Hafter, Dan Wilkinside, we are hoping, hoping to see Jim Harbaugh as the next Chargers head coach. Again, not all eggs in that basket. There's a few other names we've talked about previously, but this is the big one. This is the one that we're open to land. Until next time, for Jake Hafter, Dan Wilkinstein, Chargers Unleashed, shout out to ESPN Radio, 1090 for having us. Find us at LAC underscore Unleashed. Find us on X, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we're also your podcast. Talk to you next time on Chargers Unleashed. <laughs>